time for baseball with the Bard. Good Sunday morning, everybody. We are back for episode two of Baseball with the Bard, your source for all things baseball and then a focus in on the Red Sox, Yankees, and AL East. So, Noah, how we doing? Very good, Tyler. How are you, my friend? I am doing just fine. Thank you so much. Um, baseball's back. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It was a great week. <laughs> we are off and rolling. Mm-hmm. And off and rolling with your boys. The Yankees got to open up the season against the Nationals, the current World Series champions. Absolutely. Um, you know what? Even though you guys had Garrett Cole starting for you, was not expecting that. That was awesome. And you and I talked before the season began about how we expect everything to go and who's Mm going to have seasons, what's going to happen. We addressed it a little bit on the last episode as well, talking about uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm. Will it be addressed? Will it be a big part of the season? And as we all know, there is a heavy presence of minority or black players in the major league baseball. And in fact, they might even be the minority players might be the majority in baseball. Um, So I, I I don't know how you feel on it, but I thought it was incredible seeing the players taking a knee before the anthem and some of them remaining on a knee before Mm -hmm. the anthem across MLB. Um, But I believe we do have some footage. Let's just show some of the support for black lives matter. uh, If Joe has that lined up. So that's obviously incredibly powerful. Yes, absolutely. And it's tough. You know, it's a tough time to uh, to see things, to, tough time to be alive. But it's good to see that there's a unification, in a sense, of all the players, their brothers, you know, standing next to each other and saying, we're not going to stand for this. We're not going to let any of this happen. Uh, and they're choosing which side of history they're going to be on. So it's cool right. to see. And it's good to see that they're uh, they're doing that and really taking a stand and having their own. Uh, outlook on things so it's exciting it's exciting time to be alive i don't know about you i had no idea that was going to happen i I didn't hear anything across baseball platforms that these were planned i I Mm. figured something would happen but every almost every game did the same thing they had that that ribbon where everyone held on and took a knee or didn't based on on how they felt about it um and then the the anthem a lot of them played that uh the video with all the black players on it's time to stand up for black lives matter so incredible but we had to address this. We couldn't just Absolutely. walk into the baseball Absolutely. season and leave this unmentioned. Um, but let's get into the beef now, uh, starting with Giancarlo Stanton. Holy cow. Now, I, you didn't quite believe me at the beginning of the season. when I said, <laughs> this is going to be a year for Stanton. And I'll, I only thought that because it has to be. It absolutely has to be a big year for Stanton. And he came out swinging. He's he's one of your guys. So you want to del- delve into him a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's shocking so far what he's been doing with the baseball bat. Um, I was not expecting him to take Scherzer deep like that. <laughs> a game one, first at bat, uh, the first home run of the season <laughs> wasn't just a home run. It was an absolute bomb. And we actually uh, have have a piece of that. Let's let's take a look at that bomb that he took off of, of uh, Max Scherzer there. Giancarlo Stanton just took him way deep. I think Joe has that ready for us. 
Oh, oh, we had a little image of him there. It Crazy. was uh, what four fifty four, I think. Four fifty four. It was uh, the day one. Indeed. So yeah, here's that shot there. To left center field, and just like that, the Yankees have jumped in front, two nothing, New York. Unbelievable. Had there been fans in the ballpark, it was a guy that bought the worst seat that would have gotten that souvenir. <laughs> And Goodness. that souvenir may sit 112, there. 112, exit velo, 459. <laughs> and we talked about there. and sweeter. An absolute this is bomb. 96 miles an hour. Just a sweet swing, a more flexible Stanton. And unfortunately, it wasn't a Yankee broadcast, so we didn't get to hear. <laughs> See ya! Well, it wasn't even. Uh, I mean, I'm going to bring that up right now. All right. Uh oh. I am tired. Of us having the baseball games broadcast on these other networks. Like, listen, every team has their own broadcast people, okay? I want to hear Michael K. I want to hear David yeah. Cohn. You want to hear yeah. You want to hear Jerry Remy. You want to hear your people, okay? Yeah. I'm Who doesn't want to hear Eckersley? Thank you. I'm tired <laughs> of this ESPN and Fox News getting in here. Like, okay, it's opening day. It was a COVID season, and we got a shortened season, and we've waited so long for baseball. Listen, you want to broadcast nationally, you can do that. Just put the guys on there. Like, why game ESPN? one? We got a rod. Oh yeah! Thank God. <laughs> Listen, I love Alex Rodriguez, but please, I just, I, I just can't. I regress with it, but I just can't stand it. It's like, just give us our people, okay? We've waited so long. I just want to hear Sia. I want to hear, you know, uh, uh, John Sterling call a Gian Giancarlo Stanton home run here. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I enjoy hearing the hometown guys called exactly. game or the away town guy. I don't care. I just want to exactly. hear someone who is honestly a little bit biased. It makes it Thank more you. fun to listen to. Um, and this game didn't disappoint, but we did get some unfortunate news as the game was starting that Juan Soto is now out with COVID. And, uh, oh boy, it is just unfortunate. This game, yeah, we got some highlights coming through here that we can, can talk over. Um, Garrett Cole uh, was just about everything that the Yankees had hoped he would be coming out and going. Uh, he went the entire, correct? Before the rain delay, he stayed in. Yeah, and yeah. oh my gosh. And wow. that was huge because when the Yankees were looking to get a guy like Garrett Cole, they needed that person that they could tell the bullpen, listen, we got this today. We right. don't have to call him. We don't need you to come in in the fourth inning, in the fifth inning, and in yesterday's case, the second inning. But, right. <laughs> um, it's good to have a guy like Garrett Cole there ready when you need him to go the distance, when you need him to go seven, eight innings, you need him to pitch a hundred pitches and he's going to keep you in the game. Now don't get me wrong. Right. Garrett Cole got peppered a couple of times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rendon almost took him deep twice. Did take him deep once. Almost took him deep twice. Yep. Um, he, people were scoring him up. They were scoring him up the Nats. So they're a good team. They're a lot of good hitters and they have a lot sure. of lefty righty switches, but he, he did. He was solid. He was solid. The Nationals were uh, just unfortunate on opening day. They were just hitting the ball. Right at players, they it, they were whipping him around, but they he only gave up one hit, which is absurd because they honestly were making some good contact. Oh, Unlike yeah. when you guys made good contact, you made it count against mm -hmm. Scherzer. You had the home runs and the, just the rippers up the middle, and um, Aaron Judge had a great first uh, first game coming off of his injury. What do you have? A, a broken rib and a punctured lung, and yeah, this dude's coming out swinging like it, you know it's exactly. his rookie season. So uh, very excited to see the Yankees doing well, even though I'm a Red Sox fan. I like to see the other team do well so I can meet them in the playoffs 
to uh, ruin their dreams. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think you share that sentiment. I, I'd rather see Red Sox Yankees in the AL championship than anyone else. That's true. I mean, here's my thing, though. If I say Yankees, Red Sox in the AL championship, that just means I'm like, oh, like either I'm going to hear it from Tyler <laughs> or I get to give it to Tyler. And, and just how often a, have you been able to give it to me in the last 10 years? Shut your mouth. And that just adds <laughs> a layer. That just adds a layer to it that I don't want to have to deal with. All right. So I just oh. rather Yankees raise, make it a little easier on me. All right. <laughs> and unfortunately, this game did end in six, which for me was like, oh, no. Is this is this just a preface for how the season's going to go? <laughs> it's like, please, just let them play. But they had to call that game. That was, was torrential downpours. Everyone sprinting off the field like, uh-oh, here it comes. And once, that, sure. once they showed that waterfall coming off of the, uh, the uh, overhead, I'm like, yeah, this is over. But then on opening day, we, we head over to the Dodgers um, with also some unfortunate news. They did rout the Giants. Eight to one. Absolutely. And I think without the Giants Kershaw actually scored first without Kershaw. That was the big point I was getting to. He is out right now on the IL. I don't think it sounds serious. And you can see they as well held the black ribbon. And Mookie Betts, one of the players to take a knee during the national anthem. Pablo Sandoval, a few other coaches and players as well. I believe Gabe Kepler uh, of the uh, Giants was one of them. Um, but like we were saying, Kershaw out right now. It said back stiffness when I got the alert. Mm. Um, so it looks like he's going to be back. There he is walking around. Um, so it's not like it's something where he was icing up all day and um, having to worry about a serious injury. So we should see him back. But I believe uh, the Giants actually hopped out to the early lead of a one nothing, And I'm like, uh-oh, are we going to see uh, the Dodgers go down? But mm, uh, not quite. It didn't take long. You know, I'll oh, say this. The much-anticipated Mookie Betts. Mm. It was cool to see Dustin May may have a start for the Dodgers. Uh, Dustin May is a guy who's obviously up and coming. He's not a very well-known name yet. I know him because of MLB The Show. I play MLB The Show 20, and he was actually a diamond card that came out. And he is a oh, phenomenal okay. pitcher. He's a five-pitch pitcher. He's got a lot in his repertoire. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with, and it's crazy that the Dodgers have him on their squad as well now because um, they have – now, Kershaw, Dustin May, Walker Bueller, uh, they did it. They lost Ryu, but they gained David Price, who's another solid uh, pitcher there. So the Dodgers are looking scary, especially in their future. So it's looking uh, great there. But, yeah, as you said, Mookie, your, your, uh, your, ex, your ex-favorite there oh, from the Red Sox. Oh, that was awesome to see. I was like, ha-ha, ha-ha. And this was like a few minutes after he signed or signed. It was reported that he would sign that massive contract with the Dodgers. So I was like, good, but then it didn't end up mattering because he played a pretty phenomenal game in his debut. Mm. And, you know, he had a head first slide into home. He had an RBI, he hit a double. So um, ultimately, Mookie, I think this is it right here. This is his first uh, at bat. I think it's just a ripper right past the third base. No, this isn't it either. No. So he, you know, even though in his first two at bats, he didn't show up. He did show up later in the mm-hmm. game and he had an, RB, had an RBI in the next game too. Um, so... I think people were expecting him to come in and be the leadoff home run guy uh, that he was in Boston right off the bat. And I think that was what happened to Stanton, too. People expected him to come in right away and just start ripping dingers left and right. Um, And uh, I hope that doesn't get to Mookie's head. I hope he can uh, keep it together for the Dodgers because with that contract, he's going to need to. Yeah. Speaking of that contract, I mean, that's insanity. 
Can you believe Absolutely that? Absolutely nuts, that huge contract that he got with them. He's going to be there for a while. And, uh, you know, I think it's smart on their part. They invested in a solid player. Yeah. They invested in someone who not only can play a mean right field or anywhere. Uh, he could play anywhere. If, if you need yeah. someone to fill in a spot, he's going to do it. And his bat's yeah. going to keep hot no matter where he's playing. Uh, he's going to flash the leather. And he's going to put the ball in play all the time. Uh, even when he makes uh, makes an out, it's solid contact. And he, he yeah. plays hard. So the Dodgers yeah. are squaring up to be a scary organization with the addition of him and especially locking him in for that long. And and it wasn't Mookie who was the problem. It was Kike Hernandez. Oh, here it is. There's that first yeah. hit. Finally, uh, but Kike Hernandez, I believe I had written down that he had driven in uh, five runs on a four-hit night uh, for the Dodgers. So they've got all these massive names on the Dodgers. And Kike, a boy, you make a name for yourself. Mm. You get in there and uh, you show Mookie Betts who deserves that big contract. For sure. <laughs> and we also can't forget Bellinger either on the Dodgers. I mean, it's nope. a, this is a squad that's coming to win. And, uh, I mean, I'll say this. The Dodgers – the Dodgers do a great job of making it to the dance. Okay, oh, yeah. they're, they're going to get to the dance. The problem is when they get there. Right. That post. They're always baseball, they're always the bridesmaid. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they can't they, get, all, they can't quite get the job done. That's terrible. <laughs> they always get there, but you know they they got to finish it out. They got to clinch. They got to get that job done, and they just can't do it over the last few years. And last year was the worst of it all. Right. I mean, after making it. Ah, that was so brutal. And don't, we can't count the Astros season there. But, yeah, right. you know, well, it's just one of those wait. things. that they, they can't get the job done when they get to the play. So, but yeah. yeah. So that was day one. You know, was, yeah, uh, day was one was exciting. And exciting. Lots of offense. We got to talk about your boys there. They had a lot of great offense, too. Yes. It did game one for the Red Sox versus the Orioles at Fenway Park. Nathan Evaldi showing up. Thank God. Thank God. With, with, with Erod on the uh, disabled list right now, uh, and he's going to be out for who knows how long. Um, oh, gosh. It was good to see Nate back in postseason form pitching a gem. Um, yeah. He looked good. Um, he was locked in. And, and you know what? What I, My biggest fear, there's Kevin Pillar. First, first hit, of, first knock of the game coming down. Looks like it might get out, and he jumped up and saved a ground rule yeah. double. On the very first uh, contact made off an Orioles bat, um, that's what we—that's what the Sox got Kevin Pillar for was those outfield gems. Um, but wow, talk about a routing! Uh, Thirteen to two, I believe mm. the final score was Red Sox versus Orioles. Yes, and uh, almost everyone got a hit. Um, it, it is rare to see guys come out. Kevin Pillar, I would give MVP for this game, was absolutely raking. No home runs. But double after double after double after double after double after double. They were just playing playing the wall, playing the third baseline, um, and just driving in so many runs. Um, that third inning and that fourth inning were really all the Red Sox needed, uh, but it didn't stop after that. The Orioles, uh, wow, uh, <laughs> they did not show up opening day. And uh, here I am watching it from home going, guys, can we save a few runs for tomorrow, please? Um, yeah. Because, you know, well, always after those big games, it's uh, it's never great. It's never it's great true. because it's true. the next game is always like, oh, we put up negative two runs. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> um, sure. But um, and yeah, what were you going to say? I was going to say that the Red Sox had a great showing in this game. I mean, they were they were on. um there's not a lot of noticeable faces 
left. No, I should no, it's say, a new team in the uh, in the Sox organization, but they seem to be playing well. They're they're hitting the ball well again. This is against the Orioles. Eh, it's the first yeah. game. Eh, yeah, we'll see. So we'll get there. We'll see how much of a team they're going to be to show out later on in the season. Um, we'll argue that a little bit because we have we still have Xander Bogarts. We still have JD Martinez. We still have Jackie. We still have Benny. Um, you know, so these are guys. Pedroia is still going to be a, a figure there. He's not playing every day. Oh, um, but no, no. Pedroia refuses to give up and uh, no. somehow thinks he's going to still play in the MLB. Oh, my gosh. You got another <laughs> David Wright over here. Oh, there we go. There's a there's a stat for us. The Sox franchise record of eight doubles on opening day. That's, that's what I meant when I said double after stat. double. And Noah, in the third inning, I believe it was the third or fourth inning, they hit double after double after double. And it was mm. carbon copy all down the third baseline, yeah. ringing up against the Green Monster. Um, so it was fun. It was a, it was like they were uh, – what is MLB the show? It's, it's a race to the bat rack. Everybody wants yes. a chance to get a hit. Um, and For that sure. was – that was definitely what happened. They were smoking the Orioles, not just the starters, but the bullpen too. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just as as great as that game was, um, it, it, it pales in comparison to Kyle Hendricks' complete game um, as a, as an opening day. I, I love the Sox. I love what they did. But seeing Kyle Hendricks come out day one and throw a, a nine inning shutout, three hits. How incredible was that? Oh, I know it's we don't usually talk about that team, but it mm-hmm. has to be mentioned. Has yeah, to be sure. mentioned for sure. That's something you ask for. If you're a manager and you have a major league uh, starter on the mound and you can go the distance on opening day and save the bullpen, when the uh, amount of unsureties are huge opening week, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't right. know what you're going to see. And the fact right. that you can save your bullpen in case you have that unsurety with the starting pitcher later on, that's huge. Like you said, right. if your team's Absolutely. so great for that stretch, especially this season, because they're playing more games this season in a row than, than yeah. in any other season. I mean, the Yankees are playing today all the way through the next, I think, two and a half weeks, their schedule. They're booked down. They have to play. They, they, there's no time yeah. for days off. The travel's going to be gruesome. So the fact that they're able to save their bullpen like that, starting pitchers are going to be asked to have a huge burden on their shoulders this season. Yeah. Take that off of the bullpen, and they're going to have to. Yeah, obviously, because the bullpen players are going to be getting a lot of time with these games back to back to back to back to back and the starters will have hopefully at least four days rest. Um, But let's get into day two, shall we? Moving on to uh, baseball, not great for either the Red Sox or the Yankees. Um, Yankees versus nationals day two Um, Paxton, my man, um, who I thought would probably be one of your best pitchers coming into this season. One inning, one inning, Noah. It that was hard to watch. Great. I'll say this. His first inning of work was, was solid. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, first inning of work was good. Uh, he got through, he almost, uh, he got a little frazzled in the first inning, but he got through it. He got himself out of the inning. Uh, later on uh, after that, it, it was tough. I, I, his, his VLO from the beginning of the game was low. He didn't have much going for him. Right. Uh, I think he was only hitting 93 on the fastball. Aaron Boone was actually quoted in saying during the reboot of spring training that Paxton's velo just wasn't getting to where it was at the first spring training. Uh, yeah. He's, you know, he's used to hitting 95, 96. He's only hitting 93. Hopefully that doesn't mean something's wrong. Maybe that back issue we had last oh, season is still lingering. Um, there, it was a question as to even Paxton would be would make it to this point, uh, would be able to start this early. So it was cool to be able to see him. I just hope that he didn't start too early and maybe tweak something or re-injure something. Uh, who knows? But I know pulling him in one inning, 
as much as I, you hate to see it because it's a starting pitcher, and we just talked about how important that's going to be to keep the bullpen fresh. It's right. necessary because you don't want this guy to injure himself day one. You know, you don't know what's wrong. Uh, you don't want to oh. shake his confidence too much. But Dude, that's this, like, oh, right. I can't even imagine being in his mm. shoes. That had to feel horrible. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it was – um. It was it's it sucks. It was tough to see uh, him him play like that, especially because he had such a great stretch last season of ten games. I'm not counting him out yet. Don't get me wrong. I'm not counting Paxton out at all because, like he said, he had a he had a slow start last season and then he won ten games in a row towards the end of the season. So he can right. he can turn it around. He can right the ship. Um, but it's just tough to see a guy go one inning. I mean, one inning. That's just yeah. That's you don't do that. You yeah, and then your, Stanton comes out and is just like, "Excuse me, I'm making my bid for MVP." <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this rate, if Stanton keeps it up, he's going to hit 60 home runs this season. <laughs> um, that would be uh, an interesting stat. One home run a game. All right, let's dude, go. That'd be something. I mean, I can't believe he's hit two already. I'll say that right now. As a Yankees fan, I cannot believe he hit two home runs already. And can I just say, it was not just a home run in game yeah. two. That was a monsoon moonshot to mm-hmm. deep left center field, uh, 480 plus feet. 486, I think, was the... Uh... Four, 486? Yeah, 486. I can't even imagine having the ability to hit a ball that far, never mind executing it. <laughs> and I'll say this, Pax, um, Paxton, Giancarlo's swing is not, like, insanely aggressive. Like, he, he's just a strong guy. Like, he knows how powerful he is. He knows yeah. what he has to do when he does it. Oh, and can we yep. talk about LeMahieu for a second? Talk yeah, about sure. a guy who gets the job done. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Clutch. That's it. And he doesn't try to do too much. That's why I love LeMahieu. He's always trying to just hit the ball the other way, get it through a gap, and score the guy from uh, score the guy from third. He is always yeah. – here, here's, here's Stanton's monster. Look at that hit. I mean – Landed the, up above the bullpens in Washington. He I can that thing, dude. You he literally could that. You could literally have paid five dollars to go to that game and caught a home run to sit <laughs> in the nosebleeds of nosebleeds. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and you'd have caught that. That was already his second home run in twenty twenty. And we're two games in. Um, but the uh Robles uh said, Oh, you, you can hit a home run at my park, I'm gonna do that too. And uh, after that, that was a game over for the Yankees. They oh, had yeah, nothing, no. nothing left, and they uh, the Nationals ran away with it. In every game, you can some normally see one inning where you think a difference can be made, and it was the inning where the Yankees had the bases loaded. Yeah, and they had the bases jammed, and they couldn't get anything done. They got one run in out of that whole inning. That was the inning right there. Like if they wouldn't do something, that was it, and they couldn't capitalize. And after that inning, I said to myself, "That's it." They're not coming yeah. back from this. And then Michael King struggled in his debut with the Yankees, and it was just downhill from there. They, the Nationals were not sitting down. The Yankees couldn't get a ball past anyone. Paxton yeah. couldn't find the zone. And whatever they did find the plate, it was right down the shoot, as you just saw there. And the yeah. Nationals lineup is unforgiving. If you leave a ball, they're going to smack it, and they're going to smack it hard. And that's it. That's it. Judge can't save them all. <laughs> he almost had it. He, was, he almost had it. <laughs> the Red Sox versus Orioles game didn't have uh, a better outcome uh, for the Red Sox side of it. Um, the Orioles sh- actually showed up and gave two. And as the title says down below our heads, the Sox bats were very silent in game two. 
Um, I just couldn't believe that we go from a 13 and two slaughter <laughs> of this team to getting shut down in the first and second inning was all that was honestly needed for the Orioles. That's um, baseball. Yeah. I mean, it, anything can happen. And as, as we like to say on any given Sunday, uh, anything can happen in baseball. And, and, and that's just the truth. It was unfortunate to see um, my, my Red Sox get beat around by this C minus team at the very best. Um, I don't think they've, won more than 70 games in the last two seasons Mm. uh the orioles so to see them and then rafi devers had a botched play at third i get it it took a nasty bounce uh but it it just to see plays like that just brings me back to last season where it was like we had so many opportunities to do well and just the little things that the red sox did last year um destroyed them destroyed mm-hmm. their season last year. And to have it happen against the Orioles is extra painful. This is true, <laughs> but I'll say this. It was game two. All right. Same okay. thing with Paxton. Yeah, right. This is the second game of, the, of a weird season. We're not even used to this. They didn't even have a normal spring training. Their regiment is all messed up. It's insane that the players even were able to stay healthy and, and stay ready this long. You know, their spring yeah. training, you think about it, was extended by so much. They couldn't just go sit home and play MLB the show as much as a lot of us wanted to. All right. I know Blake Snell was on a lot, but that guy was practicing getting ready to pitch. All right. For Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Devers, can I though, interject really quick there, though. Look at yeah, what yeah, we're seeing on the screen exactly. right now. We're talking okay. about web gems in the outfield. Jackie Bradley Jr. with a Superman catch. He said, Kevin Pillar, stand back. This is how you make diving catches in Boston. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> and he had the shades come down over the head. Oh, yeah. Said, burr, Deal burr, with burr. it. Yeah, like, like, I don't care. Like, this is the way it it's going to be. The hat flew off. The glasses went up and back down, back onto his face. I'm going to defend Devers for a minute. It. I'm going to defend Devers for a minute. Oh, you love Rafi. Rafael Devers. Oh, yes, I'm a Yankees fan. Devers is a solid player. I'll say this yeah, right now. Yeah, you love him. Devers doesn't know how good he is. All right. And in in, give it like two years, he is going to be one of the most envied third basemen in the game. His bat is so hot. Every year I pick him up in, in fantasy, and he always delivers. I mean, he's got a hot bat. If he can just tighten up on that defense over there at the hot corner, he's going to be a golden superstar for the for the Red Sox. And I'll say it right now. You lost Mookie. You need a face of the franchise, and that's your guy if you ask me. Uh, that's the Xander guy you want to put money in. No, I'm sorry. I love Xander. Xander is great. He has a lot going for him. He has fan. He, listen, Xander has trout-like numbers. That guy is a good baseball right. player. I just don't think he has the persona. Devers just goes out there. His helmet's falling off. He's all just like, "Nah, I'm a good baseball player. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Screw you. Like, I'm gonna stand here. I'm gonna play baseball, and I'm better than you. That's it." And it's like, well, yeah, he is. He, and you're right. Devers. You're right, Devers. You are. So <laughs> He's got the Manny Ramirez mentality. Exactly. Of, I'm, I'm going to go out and play, and if I look like a fool, oh, well. Thank you for saying that, because that is 100% <laughs> correct. He does have that. Devers is your guy. This is the guy, I'm telling you. I, I'm a Yankees yeah. fan, Tyler. I'm a Yankees fan. And, you know, you said, you know, it's just game two. And granted, but we are now a 30th of the way through the season. If you multiply how many games we've done by 30, we're there. Uh, so we have less than half of a real season here. Exactly. So every game does count. I don't want to ever discount any losses this season because they are all very important. You need, in my opinion, 
you need 35 to 40 wins to make the postseason this year. Um, so 15 losses, 20 losses, bad news bears for any team that wants to win their division. Um, okay. And I, I just I don't want to see sloppy play this year. Everyone needs to be pedal to the metal. And this is for every team. I, I don't want to see any teams coming out there with the bat draped up on the shoulder. It is go time this season. Then let's bring up Manny Ramirez one more time. I don't want to see that lazy batting stance where you're just standing there with your gut out, standing at the plate, letting three fastballs go by. This is the year that anyone can win the World Series. And another fact I mentioned when we had talked a few weeks back is that I think even someone like the Padres could do it. And they're one of the only two teams that won both of their games so far. So if they can win, you know, the next eight or six of the next eight, they're starting eight and two and they they're doing phenomenal. They're looking, they're already leading the division in a chase. That's not going to last very long. Yeah. Look at this. One and one across the board, uh, the AL central one and one across the board. And there was darn Houston Astros are two and O. Oh. Uh, with everyone else behind them, one and yeah, one except for Seattle, who they beat uh, in their yeah. opening week. This one's a it's a curveball coming. So oh, this curveball coming in. Hold on, curveball. no knock. Fastball's coming. Oh, there we go. Fastball. And, and the National League, the NL. Oh boy, again, one and one, one well, and one, one hey, and one. Look at your Padres, though. Look at your Padres. St. Louis and San Diego, two and O. Oh. If That's I, it. you know what, am I picking a National National League team right now? Am I going to do it, Noah? Am I picking a National League team oh, to go to the World I Series? I'm picking even. the Dodgers. Yeah, no, no, not, not picking the uh, San Diego. <laughs> I was going to say you picked the, the the Padres. That'd be that'd be quite the spectacle. Listen, you know I already um, had to suffer by picking the Rays for the AL, uh, so I'll pick the Dodgers as my safe pick. <laughs> Fair enough, but it's, it, it's funny to say that though because it's uh, cool to see the different changes and things in the National League. Um, obviously, with the no DH, I'm sorry, the no pitchers hitting the universal DH, which I yes. love. How do you? I, 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 I love it. Okay, you love it. Okay. That's no, good. me well, too. I can see the argument, though, for the other side. And they're saying that, okay, I, I know. And I'm, I have the same reaction of like, give me a break. I don't care. Like, I want to see, <laughs> I want to see bombs. All right. Like, listen, David Ortiz made a career off of hitting. Why are we holding right. back other people from doing that? Right. All right. Like, imagine if Pete Alonso wasn't a solid defender. He's a good defender. He could get better. Right. But now that he's in that spot, that guy could just hit dingers for the rest of his life. Right. right. Forget right. glove work. I mean, come <laughs> on. Um, I love it. But as you know, my Uncle Anthony, as we talk about a few times here, we have to have him on. Oh, he'll he come loves, up he, plenty of times. He loves both. He loves both shows. <laughs> he's a Mets fan. And he always <laughs> brings up the argument of, I like pitchers hitting because how are we ever going to get another Bartolo Colon? Listen. How are we ever going to get another Noah Syndergaard <laughs> bomb shot? All right. He wants to see those freak moments happen. But here's the thing that I say to that. And they did this the other day. The Diamondbacks, I'm pretty sure, let their pitcher hit. Just leave it up to the team. Yeah, fair enough. Like the fact that we are going to have a national. Like think about opening day, Yankees Nationals. Aaron Boone's going to tell Garrett Cole to pick up a baseball bat. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. No, that's just a waste of everyone's time. And it's a, it's an injury waiting to happen to Garrett Cole that is not a necessary risk. It, no. Just stop. And I, I, I'm with you on the fact that there should be designated hitters in the National League. And my question to you, Noah, is do you know who the first designated hitter in the National League? Oh, wait, there it is. It's blown. <laughs> you want to assess for this. 
Joe Yo, was like, yeah, forget your question. We're just going to do this. Yo, when is with the first National League home run uh, for the Mets. And uh, after not playing for mm. almost two years, um, he comes out and just, woo, gorgeous shot at City Field. Um, happy to see Yoannis doing well. Um, he what he did play for the Sox for a short time. He did okay. Uh, one of my favorite Yoannis moments was I was with my buddy Adam and we were watching a game and I sat back in my chair and go, hmm, Yoannis is going to hit a walk-off right here. And he did. Um, <laughs> so I absolutely love watching Yoannis Cespedes play. Legendary bat um, sure. and a great left fielder too. He's got an arm or used to have an arm. I don't know if he's still going to be able to do what he used to do. Um, now, but, I'll say wow. the, the universal DH rule is going to benefit Yoannis Cespedes in this situation. And that's, and that's yeah. just the beauty of it. Like you have guys like Cespedes <clears throat> all over the National League right. who before were just sitting on the bench when the pitcher right. was hitting. So now that you can put him in that spot and he can do exactly what he likes to do now and just right. hit bangers and, and slap the ball around and be clutch for you, that's huge. So the I, fact like, – it's, it's, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. I think there's a lot of players who retire who might think about coming out of retirement just to start hitting again. For sure. That is a prediction I have. Like guys like Adrian Beltre, um, Carlos Beltran, uh, just, I mean, not Beltran because he's in trouble. uh, So he'll probably hide hide his face for a little while because of the whole cheating scandal. Um, But I think there's guys who could come out of retirement who were great hitters and just come back in DH. Even guys like Ichiro, he just retired and he was still hitting the ball. Um, So it's cool to see this. I, Mm. I think we get to see more players than we would. If it was just pitchers hitting, and pitchers can't hit, sorry, no, I, sorry, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm tired of being like, but what about Madison Bumgarner? I'm like, but then let him hit. Me. Great, Zach Greinke, Zach Greinke, right? All he right, let him the, rake then. He plays well. He plays for American League team, so it doesn't make sense. So are we? Are we gonna put? Uh, are we gonna put those players out in danger though? The ones who are pitching absolute gems, and then oh, let's put them in. Let's put them at bat. And, and let him run the bases. No. That's, that's honestly that's insane. True. That's an insane thought to me. I get it. Baseball purists, that you want baseball to remain exactly the same. Um, but I was that way. I'm like, why are we changing it? Baseball's fine. Why, what are we touching this this for? Mm. It's it's never needed uh, altercations. Let's just leave it alone. Um, so I see both sides, kind of. I just disagree heavily with the fact that pitchers should still be hitting. And I hope to God it carries into um, next season and they don't just throw it away again and let pitchers uh, yeah. remain hitting in lineups. For sure. Another new rule that I hate. Now, okay. Inning. A lead into this. I could okay. feel, I love the DH rule. This next yeah. one that you're going to mention, if that carries over, I, I got nothing. It's so bad. It is so bad. And, and both of the times it happened in this last week, the, the game was over in the 10th. And it's, it's because of that. I hate that now in the MLB, if you go into extra innings, each team starts with a runner on second base. The first runner, uh, to, we'll mention this, the first runner to ever get that uh, opportunity was Shohei Otani. He was the very first uh, person put on second base for a team. It didn't, it didn't matter for the Angels, though. They, they didn't produce anything. But in the bottom of the 10th, the, the A's loaded up the bases immediately. And Matt Olson uh, just, he said, oh, I just need to get that a blooper sick. in the left field. <laughs> nah, 
Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a drive them all in with a moonshot, and it and uh, in Oakland, which I I don't know about you, I hate the walls in Oakland because mm-hmm. it's it's got to be you got to absolutely oh, yeah. destroy a ball for it to get out in man. Oakland for sure. <laughs> um, now, as much as I agree with how weird it is to have this new rule with the person starting on second and extra innings to try and speed the game up. The fairness is there. The fairness is there for both teams. Both teams have an opportunity to bunt that man over to third and then hit a second. And then bunt him in the hole. That's it. And this game could last forever. They both have that opportunity. So as much as I don't like it, it's fair. It's not like it's not fair. It's just stupid. I wasn't arguing that. It's just stupid. Oh, yeah. Okay. But still, if they – now, again, I don't don't get the whole speeding up the game thing. Like, if you don't want to watch the game, don't watch the game. But if you've made it to the tenth inning, I don't think you're worried about the game being too long. Very true. Very true. And now, <laughs> as we know, you and I, we pray for bonus baseball. Oh yeah, we start right? cheering in the eighth Literally. inning when it's tied. We're like, oh, we Let's got go. extra for our money tonight. Here we go, boys. Like we hope <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, uh, the tie doesn't break by the tenth, eleventh, twelfth inning. Who cares? I mean, we've been to a sixteen inning game. I was just gonna say it. Rock Hats last game. <laughs> R.I.P. Rock Hats. Um, we, we sat there for 16. I mean, that was what we sat there for four and a half, five hours. And, yep. and we saw an amazing walk-off in the Rockets last game ever. Uh, obviously not every mo- moment is that magical. Right. But right. It, it is a fair thing to do, uh, in that sense. And this season I get it because they don't want to tax the players too much. Like yeah. I said, they have a crazy schedule, only 60 games and they're literally pedal to the metal and their breaks are only one day. Like they have one day breaks. There's no exactly. off break this year. There's nothing like that, so they're going to be just grinding the entire season. Uh, so it's going to be yeah. uh, it's going to be tough for players to stay healthy. So for yeah, sure, it, it is going to be t- tough. Like we saw George Springer go flying into the wall mm. um, on uh, their. I think it was their second game. Um, to stay healthy is going to be tough for these guys. They don't have any time to be like, you know what, I'm going to take five games off and just rest my wrist or rest my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they've got all the fans in the seats watching. Um, all those cardboard, <laughs> all, the, all those, all those cardboard cutouts and teddy bears, and they're they're all looking for you to perform. So you better not get injured. Exactly. Um, I mean, you, that, you bring up an incredible dog, point. That man's dog paid a lot of money to to watch Cespedes. Exactly. Right. You know what? Let's MLB. If you're for some reason listening to Baseball with the Bard podcast, as they should uh, be. I have I have a pitch for you. All of those. Uh, cutouts and animals that are in the seats take the nets down there is nobody in the seat (laughs) (laughs) if one of those cardboard cutouts gets demolished by a line drive the player who hit it make him donate 500 bucks to whatever charity he wants whenever he destroys one of those play those (laughs) cutouts how great would that be you ready? I just thought of this. This is again, we're just cranking right off the cuff. Okay. <laughs> what if the person whose uh, cardboard cutout gets hit get, wins like a jersey or something? Oh, that would be cool that, too. There you go. Or there they could go. decide what charity the what player charity it goes to. Listen, yeah. Manfred, you got. Right Listen, here. I don't know why you don't have us in the office uh, coming up with your social plans for you, but I mean, we just, uh, you know. we just. We just trashed his rule system for this year. So right. that's probably a good reason. But you know what? Just like uh, <laughs> two minutes before, uh, five minutes before the podcast ends, let's just adjust that. Um, don't worry about the extra innings rule. Okay. That's uh, 
we'll, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that another time, Mr. Manfred, because, you know, we respect everything you've said about cheating and everything else. Um, there you go. Baseball, baseball with Barnes would love to consult with MLB. <laughs> oh, um, one more thing I want to mention before we uh, step away for the episode is uh, we didn't get much traffic on our Baseball with the Bard contest um, for the free T-shirt giveaway. We got no traffic. Um, we got a few likes, but no one participated yeah. in the comment section. Um, so this is a legitimate contest. We're not pulling your leg. Um, if you are listening in and you would like to win a T-shirt, um, Noah is very gracious to put together a contest for us. All of the rules are posted uh, on our Instagram page, and it's shared to the Facebook pages as well. So just make sure you go follow Baseball with the Bards Instagram page, um, and you will see the contest there. We're going to repost it, um, and by next episode, hopefully we will have a winner. But if you tune into another podcast, Grossom Wrestling Sports uh, – Cross some wrestling entertainment, you are going to see there was a winner. There was. Uh, so anyone can win. Just make sure you follow the instructions in the post, and we will consult with you if you are indeed the one who won that T-shirt contest. But for now, a great start to the baseball season. I'm very excited to see what the Red Sox and the Yankees have in store for this coming week. And, of course, other highlights from around the league as well that we will cover. Uh, if you are looking to do a podcast, why not just check in with us at Clovercrest Media? We're going to bring your podcast to life, and Joe will help you get whatever your ideas or words you want to say out to the public. Um, so if you're looking to do a podcast, join us here at Clovercrest Media Group, and we will get you up and running. But for now, this has been Baseball with the Bard. I'm Tyler Bard, and that is Noah Cross. Thank you all for joining us on this Sunday. Baseball with the bar.